0: Hello and welcome back to Talk InfoSec. Today's episode is all about 10 ways to reduce your digital footprint uh, with your hosts Sheila Dos Santos and Clinton Walker. Um, so let's get straight into it, Clinton, today. Tell us what is digital what is a digital footprint?
1: Hello. Thanks for having me again. So a digital footprint really is a unique set of traceable digital activities of someone. So if they were to do things online on a website, or web platform, such as contribution to a blog, an article, any kind of communication or manifestation, um or purchases or registration onto any website or application over the internet um, that's digits that's their digital footprint there so <clears throat> it is a traceable um, list of activities that they would normally do on the internet
0: okay makes sense um so i guess there is somewhat the opportunity for people to unknowingly create a digital footprint
1: Yes, unknowingly or knowingly. Um, unknowingly is the is, is, is a prevalent one that always occur because it requires you to take an action or do something. So, um, in most cases, people know what they're about to do. Um, they might not know the real details of the outcome or what the implications are, but they tend to know, <clears throat> in most cases what is it they're doing so they know that they want to go and purchase something or they saw something um in a magazine and they go online and search for it and they go off and pay for it that will leave a digital footprint in the web browser and with that particular company so whether they buy a pair of shoes a handbag a purse etc um in some in most cases they would be required to set up a user id or even if they were to check out as a guest as a minimum they would need to leave at least an email address or means of communication for return purposes or they're not satisfied with uh, a part of the service that they they, they normally get.
0: Okay that makes sense. Um, So I guess for the average uh, person leaving digital footprint uh they may necessarily just go onto a website uh either make a purchase create an account or use a service so in my case i could be online shopping i create an account and instantly that's a digital footprint because that organization or or that supplier of that website is now able to uh see what i'm up to see what i'm purchasing and almost start building a picture of who i am Um, definitely so I guess uh, everyone really nowadays using the internet pretty much, or even not, not using the internet, you could be going in store these days and using your card and, and creating a digital footprint in that way. Um, uh, so I guess, what are the tips that you would potentially give to someone um, that isn't so technically savvy uh, and just wants to know, how can I reduce my digital footprint?
1: Well, <clears throat> in this day and age, it's, it's very difficult given the advances in technology and pretty much, I would say an average eight out of 10 businesses now have a web presence or an app, um, or the way the means of payment is now contactless. So all of these things are different elements and entities that captures someone's digital activity. Um, So it's very difficult, but in some cases you can control um, where and what you share with 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 other companies um to reduce your digital footprint so for example in the case of a shopping um, scenario um, the person can actually ask that company to remove their data from the system or deactivate their account or they themselves can log in and delete that account from their system Um, if you're a little bit more technically savvy you can, um, and, and, and I mean, you don't really have to be totally technical, but uh, most browsers now come with a feature where you can actually browse the internet incognito. And that really is allowing you to browse with an option to be in, in a private zone and not being tracked. So some websites, they track your movements on the website to see which page you spend the most time on. Um, and that can also follow on to Um, give them an opportunity to market to you on that specific page because you actually spend more time on that page you may spend more time on the contact page contact us page I may spend more time on the landing page so they can tailor and craft marketing for you so if you go incognito that will reduce the amount of information they'll see about you and your and your browsing habits Um, if you've got email accounts that you're not using or you haven't used for quite a while and it's unlikely that you're going to be using that um, it is advised that you deactivate or get that deleted by your internet hosting provider Um, a few other areas as well that users can typically um, try out is to Um, contact the company directly so if it's a marketing company for example or a partner or a third party of that company you can unsubscribe when you get their communication there's an option there for some people to unsubscribe from their mailing lists or you can contact them directly and ask them to remove you from their database and that falls nicely in line with the regulation around GDPR and the right to be forgotten um gdpr really is the newest piece of directive from the eu which gives an end user or a subject um the right to ask an organization to remove them from their system
0: absolutely i think you hit the nail on the head there um the general data protection act pretty much uh, sorry regulation pretty much um allows us as uh, individuals to take control over what organizations are actually doing with our data. It does take a little push and, and some time out of our, our day in order to make uh, these connections and contact them to make sure that they're not uh, using our data in ways that they shouldn't be or just simply asking them to remove us from their systems. Um, we, You know, there's so many opportunities now to take control of your data and I guess people just need to be aware um, that they're out there. Um, I know previously um, outside we've talking about sort of we've uh, spoke briefly about um, using dummy information or, or burner information. What are your thoughts on that? Let, let's share that with a wider, <laughs> uh, my the wider
1: audience. My thoughts is that um, it's 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 it, the, the sound of it makes it sound really crafty or. As, as someone someone would probably say a bit dodgy or you have something to hide because the, the whole use of the word burner implies something that is untoward and normally people use burner phones to do the various things um, and using a burner phone just to, to bring some context to this conversation really means that the phone provider doesn't have any really profile or data on you as a person using that phone so you just buy the phone you use a sim that's not registered in your name it's not linked to your address it's not linked to a monthly payment or bank account number so that in that way they cannot be tracked or be um watched or monitored so to speak in terms of their activity with that phone it's the same way with using burner information and and by that really it means that you're using fake information to fill in a form or to conduct business on a website or online or within an app in an app it's a little bit more difficult because the app is linked to your phone profile and your phone profile pulls that details through so they can track you in some respect there but from a Web presence perspective, you can use the data um, just for the purpose of that transaction.
0: Excellent. Um, Thank you for that. Um, I guess another way that has just popped into mind that you know organizations and companies potentially could get more of a footprint from you is by asking you to complete surveys. Um, I know I get tons and tons of emails that potentially go straight to junk in most cases, asking me to complete surveys. I know there are people out there that make a lot of money, get vouchers um, in, in return for completing these surveys, not realizing that actually they're building, or if you're completing them honestly, they are building that bigger picture of you, aren't they?
1: Correct, correct. And, 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 and even with some of these surveys, because people are always after, I guess I said people in general, but most people won't let a good bargain pass them. So some of these surveys, they offer you uh, the opportunity um, to get a discount in in a store or they give you vouchers, shopping vouchers, restaurant vouchers, etc. And and that's their incentives to create. The more surveys they complete, the more vouchers or the more goodies they'll get. Now, malicious users knows that so in some respect it could be dangerous in terms of clicking on a link or filling in these surveys because the malicious user can craft an email on a survey and ask you to fill in additional information than what you normally be required to do and in such they can compromise your system and also steal your real genuine data if you were to do that honestly so it it is another avenue for greater risk as well and it's something that needs to be tackled in a more measured way um, if you're the type of person that actually filling surveys online
0: absolutely um i am conscious that we've mentioned quite a few tips throughout the call if we could summarize them into three or four what would your uh, your top tips be if you were to just summarize maybe a few
1: well okay so i'll give you three top tips really and one of them is check your privacy setting in your browser uh, we often um especially in a hurry and for convenience fill in a form or um, putting a username and password and the browser automatically asks you to remember your details now that's very dangerous especially where it comes to well it's dangerous in any sense because if you're sharing that device or somebody gets a hold of that device they can automatically log into those um, accounts without needing any credentials because you've already asked the system to remember those credentials so just be mindful and 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 enable um, your browser so that it doesn't store or remember any information another one is to actually use um, the gdpr as, as, as a guide and if you're not sure, just ask the, um, the company to um, forget about you or provide you with uh, a, um, a collection of data um, they have on you. And then you can, in turn, ask them to remove it if you don't really need to do any business with them. The other one really is the last one that we just touched on, which is a the survey. They are notorious for being malicious so please stay away from service if you have to um but in essence those are my top three for you Jay.
0: oh that was amazing thank you again for giving us your time today um this has been another episode of talk Infosec. we hope you've taken away some tangible information from today's uh, podcast um and we look forward to to seeing you on our next one. Um, thank you very much. Thank you for uh, you been speaking to Shayla Dos Santos and Clinton Walker.
1: Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.